Welcome to a new episode of Watch Out with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. Uh, so <laughs> and we're back on video. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi, Dan. Um. I'm not going to apologize, but I did listen to last week's episode, and I may have been a touch unruly, but... Would we have it any other way? Exactly. I mean, did you laugh? Did you giggle? Did you convince a little? Of course you did. So... I don't know if I convinced. To me, I think it's fine. You would think yourself is fine. I know it's fine, actually. (laughs) I know it's fine. Are we going to go ahead and start this early? Start what early? Just this little banter back and forth. Maybe. Two seconds into the podcast. It's warm season here. <laughs> we turned it down before you even got here. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I think it's because, you know, I'm finding my light up here. Um, I was trying to put my water bottle. <laughs> um, but hi, everybody. So today. Yes. Um, What's on the docket? Yeah. We're, I mean, we got, some, we got some stuff. Like we, we're playing a little loosey-goosey. Mm-hmm. today but we will have a, a, a party of three uh we will also be reviewing netflix original survival of the thickest whoop, whoop. with two c's and four k's dick thick it's gotta get the back of the throat back of the throat case well yes. the c's are just in front of the throat and then the k's are back of the throat it is a very very like uh specific sound mm. like a little cluck I don't know about all that, but you know, okay. it's fine. Uh, so first, actually, I wanted to, I wanted to do like a little thing because like yes. we, uh, we, I know for being like, you know, a little gay wife that we <laughs> had like, wow. we, there was, uh, I think there are now two competing songs in the summer <laughs> that, okay. for the gays. Okay. I was like, like by gay artist. Not necessarily. Okay, but like songs that the gays have incorporated as like their summer jams. Yes. Okay. Can you guess what the first one is? We have, you made me listen to it. That's not it. Oh, that just came out. What? Um. Oh God, I don't know. I haven't really listened to like current music oh in a long God. time. It is "Padam Padam" by Kylie Minogue. Haven't heard it. We. I, I'm I'm tempted to pause this <laughs> right now, so you can hear this. I'm, we're pausing. No, 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 go keep going. No, keep no, going. no, we are going to come back. No, we, what? Keep going. Why? I got to, I got to pull it up. Okay. I'm pulling so it up while you're talking. We're, 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 we're going to step away. <laughs> for, this is going to be a very abrupt spell cut. Spell it guys, real quick. And I'm making more work for him when he edits this video, but he's going to watch this. Well, no, P- spell it for me. P-A-D-A-M, P-A-D-A-M. Okay. See, look at that. You type in P-A-D in this first one up. Come on. Okay, give me, I, I can listen to it right here. Keep I don't, going. I want them to look at us listening to it. Are you okay with like positives for a second? Maybe. Let me just cut forward real quick. Oh, no. I've heard that. I just didn't know who it was. He didn't know who it was. Okay. I put I put on things like this in the background while I work, and I just don't look at the artist. So like, I listen to like, new people, and I'm like, oh, I like that. And then I'm like, I don't ever go back and look who it is. Okay, we'll pause. Uh, this what this this came out and it was like this is it this is the yeah song of the summer okay however I think we have a competing song and it is rushed by Troy Sivan yeah now what we're discuss I there there was a little bit of there was some backlash I think there was backlash or I don't want to say the word backlash I think that's the wrong word but I think there were some uh some call outs and there are people who are asking him questions about his video 
Um, I made MJ watch it right before we started recording. Yes, and I just wanted to get as as a straight guy, I wanted to kind of see what like his thoughts about the video and what he thought about, it, and then I kind of wanted to tell him what the backlash was. Um. Okay. So, first of all, what do you think of the song? The song was good. I love the song. The, like the actual music was good. Cool. I paid halfway to like the lyrics. I was trying to like watch the video so yeah, I didn't like get the lyrics as much. Good point. Um on the first listen. Uh I think it was a little weird to me that like the lyrics I got at the end where it's like I like to love and reciprocity and like the whole thing is like he's hooking up with like 15 guys. I'm like you don't have love within like there's a there's have a love there but like it was a little ironic with the lyrics with what you were being shown on the TV, video. But I guess that you. was the only thing on the like the backside. But this song was good. The video was really well shot. Um, I mean, I got the point of what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's it was definitely I believe something you would see at like a like a Folsom or like out on a lake party. Like that would be like a weekend like that. Cool. Uh, so I will say when I saw the video, I was like. This is this is very hypersexual, which I, which yes. which is something that you don't get to see a lot mm-hmm. from gay artists because Choice Bond is a gay artist, so or a queer artist, I'll say. So I don't know exactly what his leanings are. True, I don't want to make the assumption, but I think this is like a video where it's kind of cool that could be. He's kind of like a mainstream ish artist to see something that like that I've seen. Maybe there's been others that have been out, mm-hmm. but this is the first one where I was like, oh, this is like outwardly sexual and outwardly like intimate which i didn't which, yes. which i was like cool great awesome i get it like this is like this is this, this to me is invoking like slave for you i feel like this is something normally i would never have seen unless i went to a bar with you like right. i would never have seen this out on mainstream tv till now right but but that that when i watched it my first thought was like this is britney spears i'm, I'm a slave for you do you remember that video yeah with whenever I was just in a big hump, I'm just like, slave. just like sweating all over each other, and like ah, 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 that, yeah. that's what it kind of reminded me of, just like in a, in a different way with gay people. Uh, but the <laughs> but the biggest thing, I'm sure a lot of people queer in Slay people, were queer, queer people. But I, the thing that popped up over the weekend that I wasn't, uh, that I was kind of like, I don't know if I was surprised, but I was kind of like, uh, was that they are now there is some backlash due to the lack of who are body. they. I guess I, w- I would say gay people. Okay. Um, queer people, some queer people, um, about the lack of body diversity in the video. Oh, because every there was no thick yeah. people. I mean, yeah, it was very... Um, I, well, I get yelled at for saying the T word. What T word? No, oh, I was very, word. very, very twink heavy. Okay, I, I actually got flashes of Abercrombie as well. Yes, <laughs> like, like Abercrombie catalog. Yes, <laughs> and I, I know, that's, I know, I know. You think back to those days, and that's not, that's not like a good comparison, but that's that, that is kind of what I got. I got, I got Britney Spears slash Abercrombie catalog. I think it was all the shirtless guys in jeans. Yeah, with like, with like the mesh shorts mm-hmm. and. You know, a little bit of the some of them were, were more twunky, like some of them had, had a little bit of muscle. But then there were also people where, like, you, I got that in certain aspects. But there were also people who were like heavily tattooed up. When well, when those then the four guys came running through with no pants on, covering up, and like it was just like the butt. I'm like, I swear I've seen that, that in is, an Abercrombie photo. I've, we have. That's where it evokes that. 
Uh, but but like I said, there's also guys in there with like fully tattooed with like mm-hmm. with like mustaches and stuff yeah. like that. So I think when I heard this argument, I was kind of like, I was kind of like, okay. And I think they asked Troy Savon like, hey, why didn't you put more? And he was just like, I didn't really think about that at the time. Which I think is fine. I, I think you have a vision of a video and you do it. Exactly. And, you, and, it, and afterwards. So my thing is that like, I'm not mad that they didn't have diversity. Well, actually, I'll tell you, I, th- I told you what it was. What do you think? Do you think that is an issue? I told you, and again, the little context you gave me going in, you said they have an issue. You never clarified queer versus right. others. Right. So I took it as others. And when you said, can you pick out what the controversy would be? I went straight to it's in my mind glorifying alcohol, drug use, mm-hmm. and like oh carefree mentality. Go yeah. be like you know almost like seventies hippie love for all. Yeah, and I'm like that's what I picked out first. I never even noticed. I didn't the notice body it, diversity. And even with that, I didn't even notice that either. I was just like, oh, this is kind of a cool video. Some of the dance moves are kind of cool. Some mm-hmm. of the shots are really kind of interesting. I like the way it's done. I didn't even think about that. But the and, moment you mentioned it, I was like, well, yeah, there was none. Yeah, I was like, oh, there wasn't at all. But like, I think I'm, I think I'm trying to decide if I'm, if if I'm upset or if I'm not upset. Because to me, I also think about the fact that like, if we're gonna call this out, we should be doing this for every music video that's out there, because. Do you, did you ever see the video for Lil Nas X's Industry Baby with uh, yeah, like he had like mid six eight pack abs behind him the whole fucking video dancing naked. Yeah, he didn't have anybody who was bigger in that video. Not nope. that I remember now. Now I don't. There was nobody besides him and the the people in jail. Yeah, not that I remember. Now would may there have been one maybe, but I don't remember that. I so I'm like, we didn't say anything to him two years ago, and I wouldn't have said anyway. But, uh, but here's the thing, and in 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 the issue of not Lil Nas X. That is a like fictional setting where this one for Rush could actually happen. Like this could be like somebody took a camera to a lake party weekend. You would assume there would be some diversity in but, body, but you, but no, but no. This is where it's, what I'm, I, it's more realistic, as I'm saying. I mean, and, and you know what? That point, I don't think you understand how exactly right you are when you say realistic. Because if you go to P Town or if you go to Fire Island, also I've never been to those places. That exact shit is happening and nobody cares. So it's like to me, I'm like as a gay community or in, in a queer community or no, I'm going to say gay because gay gay men are are very much like that type. But they, they, they all group together in that muscular like it'd be a certain body well, type, certain kind of thing. So I think it's so weird for us as a community to say you need to be more inclusive. But then in ourselves, we're very exclusive with so, each other. So a couple things. And this is what I want to know. A, I just watched Fire Island, so I know exactly like the, what was the comment at the very beginning where we hold ourselves to an unattainable beauty standard. Yeah, but for me, define thick. What point at at, at what size look does thick exactly. become? Exactly. Are we talking like I'm, I'm I'm not trying to be like rude here. Are we talking like people who are 300 pounds and have rolls? Or are we talking about a little bit of chub? Like what? Like like define thick for me exactly. and what you're expecting to see. Like it's very subjective to me. Like I don't understand that. And I, I, I don't think this is gonna last very long. I think I think this song is gonna be huge. I think the video is still gonna be great. Uh, but it was just when I heard it, my first initial thought was like, oh wait, there weren't any were there because I didn't notice. Mm, and then secondly, I was kind of like, eh. and then like I it started popping on my feet like people like having these huge large dissertations about how there needs to be body positivity and body exclusively and, and like and I'm like I'm like I get I understand I fully understand as a black person 
and want the black representation. I fully get the fact that there should be there should be representation. Mm-hmm. But my other thing is like, can we? And this is the question that that I go back and forth. But it's like, can we expect everyone to be doing that all the fucking time? Well, and honestly, can you expect? Can you expect every group to have that? Like, like there are gonna be those little cells of people who don't have those friends, right? So like, there's tons of that. That's what I was saying with the whole yeah. Like, like you, you saw Fire Island. You saw like that is a really there was there from was what one I know, there that was, was a very true representation. There was one big person, and it was the guy they brought with them as like their group, like the big black guy who would never go to the mm. underwear parties, always wore a tank top. Yeah, was very body conscious from what it appeared to be in the in the movie. Um. Compared to everybody else who's in like a jockstrap. Yeah. But again, like I said, I agree. I just want to put it out there. Yes, body positivity, you need representation. I 100% agree. But just because it's not there doesn't mean it's unrealistic. This could happen. Right, exactly. Um, I, now, when you say could happen, I will say there were a lot more black people in the video than I expected, and that part couldn't happen. <laughs> I'll say well, that. Well, I don't and, know. I could see it happening. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, but I also I also loved like a lot of the I will say some of, some of the things I, I I did like were really cool and positive were like there was a guy like in a tat there was a tattoo dude like yeah. I said there was a black guy who was just basically glistening with like glitter yeah um I like the fact that Troy himself made sure to dance with you know not just white people but also with black people mm-hmm. and stuff like that I think there were there was some guy who there, looked like Freddie Mercury right there, that was like about the tattoos I think oh was it the tattoo a okay. girl with the shape like I think that there was a lot of diversity in there I think. What was missing, I guess, or what was missing, not I guess, but what was missing was people of different shapes and sizes. But like I said, I don't think I noticed that until after. I just noticed it as like an entertaining video. Yeah. But I guess my question is like, at what point is not calling it out worse than not agreeing? Is that a question? Maybe it's just like, maybe to me, I feel like it should just be more of like a, like a, hey, this video is very, very cool. Since you're the artist, maybe just in the future make more, have more thought. Since yeah. you said you didn't really have a thought about it, maybe have more thought about being more inclusive, I guess is kind well, of the thing. I think that here, I know exactly what, what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it should be a conversation and not like a, why didn't you do this? That's what I'm thinking. I think it should, it should not be a, we're attacking you and it's a whole thing. I think it's like, hey, let's have a conversation about the fact that there were, you know, there was a biodiversity video. Just keep that in mind for next time. And you can say, okay, great. Now, the next video he comes out with, if it's the same kind of video, then I think at that point you could be like, okay, this conversation has, has like, escalated. This was like, brought to your attention. Right. Can you please? I, I get that. So I think it's just that. Do you know my biggest issue with the video? Go on. They were drinking out of beer bottles. Like, that shit ain't real. There's still beer bottles. They were gay people drink out of beer bottles. Damn. Like that. He had a 40 in his hand. Like, so? I'm not doing that. Let I'm him live a, his I'm life. I'm have a cup or let glass. Him, let him live his life. It wasn't just him. It was tons of them with, with, with beer them. bottles. Live them lives. I don't find that to be real. And it was around the pool and stuff. What if you smash one of the beer bottles? Somebody's fucking cut up. That, that's your. That's what's not real? Okay. I was like, is this beer? Mm. Like in a bottle? So antiquated. Do y'all do that? Do so antiquated. Do y'all drink beer like that? I still think it's weird to strip people, ice people. Like that shit's still going on. Oh, I haven't seen that in a long time. Like, why? I still drink beer out of a out of a bottle. You're if a I, straight person, but I buy it in a bottle. You're a straight person. Well, uh, but again, I, I also drink it at home. If I drink it at a restaurant, I get in a cup. I just think it's weird. But maybe they're supposed to be cheap or something. Don't, don't get know. me wrong. When we've gone out to bars, I've seen your friends order beers and drink them out of the bottle at the bar. 
I think you're just prissy. I think you're annoying. I'm kidding. You're not. <laughs> um, you got the party three. Yes. Um, we were going to touch on the Emmy nominations, but we're we're not sure if we can if we're if we're, we don't know if we're allowed. <laughs> we're like, can we talk about these? We, we can Are talk we about. To talk about them. We have no problem talking about body in- inclusivity, but the Emmys, I don't know, it's I, taboo. I, I want to support the actors and the writers. I don't I know. know if we're allowed to talk about it, but that happened two weeks ago. You're welcome. <laughs> Go yeah, look they're, them up. They're out there. If you want to see who's nominated, yeah. they're out there. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, party of three. Yes. This was a little difficult because uh. We, uh, what, uh, Survival of the Thickest is actually, uh, we'll talk about more, but starring, uh, Michelle Buteau, who is a, she's a stand up comedian. Mm-hmm. So we were like, what are, my first thought was, what are some of our favorite TV shows that are, that are headed up by, you know, people who are stand up comedians? There's not and a lot. They're, they're, they're all canceled. So, <laughs> like, or the comedian's now dead. What? Robin Williams did the what was the one where he like owned the newspaper magazine? You're talking about the good ones with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, that I think that's different. I think from my thought, my brain went to ones that are like Mark like and Whit- Mindy, like Whitney Cummings. Mm. Hers was just Whitney. Yeah, and then Chelsea Handler had hers, and she was basically playing herself. John Mulaney had his; he was basically playing himself. So that's where I think. Oh, yeah, I guess Roseanne counts. True, but I don't like Roseanne Me either. But like shows, I think like the Bill Cop. Oh my gosh! Now I'm actually doing. But they're all problematic. <laughs> I'm like, but Roseanne, yeah, she sucks. Bill Cosby, ugh, can't do that. One. Like I think I'm yeah, now, I like, get it. We can't. So we were just like, you know, who are some of your favorite like comedians? Favorite comedians, yeah. and they have to have had a special. Okay. At some point. Okay. Um, but yeah, who are your three like favorite? I, here's the thing. I want to say who are your three favorite stand-up comedians now and your fourth bonus can be like a legacy entry. Okay. Do you understand what I mean by legacy Yes, because I, I, gotcha. I was gonna, I was literally going to okay. preface like all of mine are recent because comedy evolves and yes. you've got to keep up with it. Yes. So here are my current three that I think are hilarious. And then one legacy entry. That always gets me. What? The one that always like that always makes me laugh. Always like haha, like that what, one legacy? legacy. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. I like that. that I one. like how you explained that. Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, so, who is number one for you? Well, not number one. Who is your first in no particular order? Um, you've already mentioned him. Um, it is John Mulaney. I, you know what? He's one of mine as well. Yeah. Um, will I say that his most recent special I didn't like? I binged. Did you watch it? I I so I went back and watched because I can't find New in his, Town. New in Town was so good. Yes, but no. The, 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 so he has like three that are on like HBO, Netflix area, right? And then there was the Comedy Central, like his first stand up, which you can't find unless you're online. Oh. So I I went back and watched some of that before. Oh okay. But I haven't watched his newest one. His newest one. I I, I wish he would have a little bit more in depth because you know he had the. Uh, the drug he had he had the drug the drug problem mm-hmm. and you know whatever yeah, yeah. he talked a lot about that. I really wish he had went deeper. Oh, into it okay. honestly. Like I I was hoping for more of a. I don't think he went far enough. Gotcha. It was still good, but I don't think he went far enough. Like I was really looking okay. for him to go like so deep and dark. Yeah, but somehow come out of it and make it kind of funny. Okay, and I think he just I think the way it looks for me like I'm trying to make it so you can see it like to me. He was like, I'm trying to look at it right here. He's like, he need to go. I feel like he, he he would go, he would go, okay. And just so graze the go. surface. Like, kind of like, I'm like, I need, I, I need you to get deep. I need you to get like uncomfortably. Deep. <laughs> I need you to tell you about how you were shitting in your pants and walking in the street deep. Yeah. Which I need to have some stories. Yeah. But 
to me, would always stick out my mind as new in town. But I do really enjoy John Mulaney. He's a good one. John Mulaney is 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 top up there for me. I can agree. Um, I can't. This one I cannot ever say her name properly. It's the one who's on Netflix. Aziz. Oh my gosh, I can't think of her name. Um, Aziz. It starts with uh, it's like Eliza. Oh, Eliza Schlesinger. Thank you. I can't ever say that. yes. That's my second. I I binge all of her stand up. She's cool. I think she's funny and she hits it right on the head with like cuz also right when I watched her was right when me and Emily were planning our wedding and she mm-hmm. was doing her wedding and she was like, "Let me talk about how like the the elder yeah. millennial." Like she just spoke to us. That one was good. That, that was, was good. good. Um I would have to say it is kind of a hit or miss, but I I would honestly I'm trying to stop between between two because one of them has only had one special and the other one has had more exposure and only one special, but I I really kind of want to go with Nicole Byer. And mm. mostly because I think her comedy transcends comedy special. Yeah, yeah. Like everything she's in is like a comedic love letter to herself. In okay. my opinion, I don't know if, I don't know what that means, you guys. I have no idea what that means. A comedic love letter to herself. But she is unapologetically Nicole Byer no matter what's going on. Yeah. And no matter what's happening, she is always making me laugh. Whether it's on a podcast, whether it's on a comedy special, whether it's on a comedy show. I don't care what it is. She if they if they give her the space, she makes me laugh. Okay. So I have to put her up there for me. Last. You you made me have to pull an audible here because you said had to have a special. I was gonna go with Matt Rife. He hasn't had one till just that counts. Re- that the, counts. Okay, the YouTube, Still count. okay, I know who he is. Well, okay, I was, it uh, counts because I know who he is. <laughs> he well, he just did his. He's got his world tours doing now. Plus, he's cute. So he's recording. So I was gonna say Matt Rife, but if we're, no, you can say Matt Rife. Okay, That's fine. but if we're gonna have to say he has a special, uh, Kevin Hart. I I went strictly to. Yeah. Like watch his in theaters. Yeah. Kevin Hart will have to because Matt Rife's had one. Matt Rife's new on the game. I like watching and seeing where he's gonna go. But Kevin Hart's a stand true. Yeah. Like I will laugh at almost anything he does. Yeah, I, I would love to say Kevin Hart. I just think he got. I think he's, he's good. He, I, I will he's, say he once he kind of got into like Jumanji. Like he's still hilarious. Like him and Dwayne. I like yeah. Play off they each have other. a really good chemistry. But he, I think he's like sold out a little bit where he's not doing stand up. He's more like an actor now. I don't know if I say sold out. I think I think what happened with me with him he was what happens with some people. What, what happens with, with with a lot of actors? It's like I think he had that he had that few years where it was like he had a movie like every three to four mm-hmm. months, and I was like, dude, I need you to take a break. Like I just can't. Like for him, he was one of those. Melissa McCarthy was one of those where yeah. like I liked them a lot, but then they just like. Because they were hot in the moment, it was like boom, 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 boom. Let's put you in everything, and mm-hmm. now I'm just like, Ugh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, I need a break from you, like a small break. For me, third, honestly, would have to be Chelsea Handler. Uh, I knew she's gonna be on there, and that's because for me, I've, I, I've, I've watched her for so many years. I go back and watch clips from her old show Chelsea lately. Oh yeah, and she's just so irreverently funny. And even though now she has, she's like in therapy, and she's gotten even more like aware of like the kind of person she's stuff like that she's still funny yeah and she's still somebody that. that when i when i see them pop up I'm like i want to go see her i want to go pay okay. to see this bitch uh so i really she's like my third one because you've been to her stand you've actually been to her stand up yeah. a couple times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i enjoy her every single time all right so my honorable mention whatever Le- your legacy pick eddie murphy girl Eddie fucking Murphy. You have to. Come on. Red leather, red leather suit. Delirious. Come on. Damn. Which one? Are we talking about, are we talking about red leather uh, Eddie Murphy? We're talking about purple leather Eddie Murphy. See, okay. Purple leather I have only watched once. I've, I've watched red leather so many times. Is red leather delirious? I believe it is. I, I don't know the name of it. Which one is I, think I know it is. about the suit. 
Because my ass is like, I know he's sweating these fucking suits. Like, he hot. Like, who peeled that shit <laughs> oh, off of him back in the 80s? yeah. Sticking to his legs and shit. Eddie Murphy's it. Like, legacy pick. Like, Delirious is red. I could throw in Delirious. Delirious is red. Like, I almost would have said Kevin Hart's almost like a legacy pick. But I will see when you say legacy, I was like, I, I could go Richard Pryor, but like that was my other one. Eddie Murphy for real. That was my other one. Richard Pryor was next. I was Chris like, Rock. I Chris Rock was there because I watched this really special and it, it was okay. Yeah. Um, but yes, I fully agree. Eddie Murphy's it. Delirious. Come on. See, I, I mean, you could go possibly Robin Williams or like Bob Saget, which had some funny jokes, but like Bob Saget is dirty. Did you know? 100%. Dirty. Oh my God. Yes. Um, I, I, I have to like, John Stamos actually, I saw a clip of the hot ones um, from last week and he was on there and he made a joke and he said, is this how Bob Saget died? And they all went, oh, and he was like, Bob would have loved that joke. And I'm like, yeah, Bob would have fucking loved that joke. Because um, when he did stand up, I was like, he is dirty. I, so I was speaking to Bob Saget and, and John Stamos, I I haven't stayed on my phone. I'll, I'll just see if I can find it for you later. There is a comedian out currently who is a little person. Mm-hmm. I don't know his name, but apparently John Stamos is scared of little people. Oh. Like that's his phobia. Bob Saget knows this and apparently he's at one of those like comedy conventions or get togethers. The three guys from Full from Full House came together. So Bob, uh Dave, Cooley, Dave Coulier. Yeah. And um yeah. and John all came together and they knew the little person was there. So Bob comes to him and goes, Look, look, John Samos, look, he is scared of little people. We have to fuck with them. So literally they uh <laughs> he's got sean in the dressing room green room and he's got his back turned and this little dude just bolts into the room unannounced and starts humping john stamos's leg and he starts freaking out does that on camera i don't know but the, the the comedian's telling the story he's like i'm just going at it and john is like ah, get him off of me get him off of me and then and then coulier comes around the corner and it's like he goes i couldn't have written this he just goes cut it out and did the little like Oh, I would the, have the the line the line. I would have paid to see that. You know, I think that's what I miss from um, sitcom TV is like a shitty line. Mm-hmm. Like cut it out. Have mercy. What was the one from Urkel? Did I did do I that? do that? Mm-hmm. Like come like, I, and those are the only three I can really think of at the moment because I say I missed that. And that's really the only three I can think of. Like I can think of um. Like, the one thing that you know is synonymous with that TV show. Like, there are two things for Fresh Prince of Bray that come to mind. What's the first thing? Exactly. What's number two? Exactly. Oh, like, like, you know. Like, like it's, 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 the, uh, it's the will. It's not unusual and, and, to be loved by And anyone. the Carlton did. Like, I miss, like, the yeah. thing. The thing yeah. that just... Throws. Are you proud of me that I knew to like the like the? Hat? I'm proud of you do both. <laughs> I'm proud of like you were able to take those like you 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 were like this one mm-hmm. and also this one. You're yes. like I was so like that is what I was happy about because like I, and I know we don't have traditional sitcoms anymore, but we really veered off a of comedian. I know we did, but I re- but those are the things that I'm like God like. Why can't we have the thing, the moment that is so funny that we have to repeat it every episode? They tried to do it a little bit with like Supernatural where like Sam and Dean were in the car and they were like, jerk, bitch. Like in the first couple seasons, they'd had that little like banter. Yeah. They tried to keep bringing that in and things, but you don't see it really often anymore. Psych is a good example because I've, I've been this before. Psych, Sean, every, almost every episode when he introduces uh, 
Julie Hill's character, Gus, mm-hmm. he always has a different name for him. Like, hi, my name is Sean Spencer, second detective. And I always use this one because the only one I can remember. But he goes, this is my partner, control Alt delete Like, <laughs> every episode, he'd that's be like, good. this is my partner, Miss Fancy Pants. Like, like every it. fucking episode. He, I like and, it. And that, that's what, like something that carries through. But I also am thinking now with streaming, because you can watch them all back to back, does it get old quickly because you're not waiting between like, if you think about it, if they say this in like every episode on a week to week basis, you've got like six, seven days to kind of get over it. And it might not even be in every episode, but yeah. if you binge a show, you're like, I just heard that joke exactly 38 minutes ago. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So yeah, sorry. We've read off. We've read off there. What is your favorite? <laughs> Staying on track. I what's your favorite sitcom? I don't know what to call it. Sitcom or not even sitcom, but like, what's your favorite show? Like, oh, staple, like staple element. And I mean, I mean, a phrase or an I would action. Say, I'll, give me an example you're thinking of. Like a phrase or an action, like a phrase, have mercy, a phrase, uh, cut it out, uh, an action. Oh, my favorite, like past one? Like, oh. I, I mean, I'm asking everybody. Uh, yeah, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying asking, to think. I'm asking the listener or the viewer. Yeah, like respond, comment yes. below. Comment below if you're on YouTube, yes. what's your favorite, like like go back, like what yeah. reaction or things on on Spotify, comment that in your reviews. Yeah, if there's even recent shows where we've missed that, like that would be nice to know. Can that, so in our upload, instead of like uh, um, a poll, can you do like question and answer box? I don't know, we'll box? see. Okay. We'll see you guys, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. But for sure, on YouTube, if you're watching, comment down below. Right. Uh, okay, guys, you know what? Stay t- we very way off course. But you know what? Stay tuned for this week's review. Welcome back, everyone. As you said at the top of the hour, we're reviewing Netflix original Survival of the Thickest. Yeah. So, uh, it's a game now. Yes. So, Survival of the Thickest... It's when we say game, I've been doing this every week now to see how close to the IMDb description I get. I'll give you this. is more than a sentence. This one's a little longer. Okay. Um, Survival of the Dickest is about a aspiring stylist who is trying to find her way in life and her career after a breakup of five years as a, as a big bitch in a small world. Okay. It's well, close. Maybe the magic's gone. What is it? Black, plus size, and newly single. Mavis unexpectedly finds herself having to rebuild her life, putting all of her eggs in one man's basket. Or after putting her, all of her eggs in one man's basket. But she's determined not to only survive, but thrive with the support of her chosen family. <clears throat> it was, yeah. You would not have gotten that. Also, you know what I do wish? What? I wish I'd seen Barbie today. I'm I'm seeing Barbie I'm seeing Barbie this evening. Oh yeah, yeah. but I wish I'd saw it. Like I wish we'd see this so we could talk about it. I I was gonna go see it with Emily probably either Monday or Tuesday evening. We'll week. talk about it next week. But okay. you guys, I want to see Oppenheimer too. God, have you seen that TikTok going around about the uh, with the old lady praying? It's it's it's, it's like a it's just, it's an old lady like on her bed praying, and it's like it says I think it says Barbie viewers. Uh, when Oppenheimer's on the screen next door. So the lady's just like praying and then all of a sudden like her window just blows the fuck up. Oh God. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Uh, so yes, survival of the, the cast. Yes, yes. Let's discuss the cast. Yeah. So top of the cast, we are our main character, uh, Mavis Beaumont. Played by? Michelle Butte. What? Butte. Butte. <laughs> 
That no, one I wasn't no, sure. No, this, 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 is why, this is why I need you to figure out sounds, it, it, it sounds of shit. So her, the character's name is what? Mavis? Beaumont. How do you spell Bo? B-E-A-U, right? Mm-hmm. The actress is Michelle Buteau. How do you spell the back of that? E-A-U. So Beaumont Buteau. Okay. Toe Bo. You getting it? I get it. I need you to remember them sounds. Thank think, you. think back to third grade grammar. Come on now. Sound it out, ho. I before <laughs> E except after C. And they're always like, sound it out, except for that word. Or that word. <laughs> or that word. Or that word. They'd like, sound it out. I'm like, Butio? Butiao? And they're like, no, sound it out. I'm like, I did sound it out. Oh, well, that word is different. English. Uh, yes. So Michelle Butteau is actually like a, com- a stand up comedian. I need to watch them for stand up. So yeah, she's I've been around for a while. I think I remember watching a couple and being like, mm-hmm. mm, I'm okay. She's come up on my TikTok a little bit more now, so I've yeah. seen some of her jokes, but not right. her actual stand-ups. So Mavis is basically a she's been in a relationship for five years. Yes. Um, and her boyfriend, her living boyfriend, Jacques, Jacques, uh, cheats on her, and they are, you know, they work in the same industry. She's a stylist. She's a photographer. Which or I think she's an aspiring stylist. Yes, I think this is her second job because didn't they talk about how she like got a degree? Like her parents very much pushed her to do really well maybe so and then she kind of like restarted here to be a stylist right because she's she's in her late 30s yes uh, so yes that definitely that, that tracks for sure for sure uh so she is really just trying to like live her best dick life yes next uh i'm gonna go with her best friend khalil yeah i think there's really only three characters really dig into in yeah. my opinion so uh khalil who's played by uh tone bell i would say it's tony I know that's hard. I, that, I, I, without the accent, I wouldn't say the E. I know. Maybe it's Tone Bell. Okay. Oh, what's a Tony? It might not be. I, I just think I'm thinking old school 1990s, that like Tony, Tony, Tony. By the way, I saw a baseball player. His name was Andrew, A N D R U W A. Oh. What was it? What was the last part? D R U. It was A W W A. And that's Andrew. But they, it was Andrew when they called him to the plate. Then they were wrong. Was he black? Uh, mixed. Then he, then they, they got it wrong. I'm going to tell you right now that if there's a name spelled weird and the announcer say something else is a white and the person is a mixed race with black included, they said his name wrong. But that's where, like I said, this normally if because, it was Tony, because, I would have expected an E. Because how would you say this name? D-E-V-O-N. Devon. That's only because you know. Is it? Would you say Devon? D-E-V-O-N? Not Devin. They love to say Devin. Because Devin has an A in it. The A in Devin, not Devon. Well, no, Devin. Well, I guess I've never seen it with an A. I've seen it with an I. I've seen D-E-V-I-N. Yeah, but no, Devon. Vaughn, V-O-N. Right, but also, I get it. I get it's weird, but yeah. yeah but, but no, this one, because of the accent, like, like it could be Tony. No, right? no it is Tone. T-O-N-E. Okay. No accent. So yeah, there's Khalil. Yeah. Sorry, that was so, like. No, I, I love yeah. it today. I'm love, uh, but Khalil is is again maybe his best friend who is, I mean, he's they, an artiste. He's an artiste, but they really describe him as like he's like the fuck boy. He, he likes yeah. to sleep around. He's very much like not into relationships, not about his feelings. But he's an artist. He likes to express himself. And you know what? I fully clocked. I was like, oh, here's the gay best friend, and I was like, oh no, he's straight, straight. Yeah. I was like, I, I was like, because I was expecting it, mm-hmm. you know, because they're like. Mm-hmm. You know, Michelle Buteau's character is like, like this big, beautiful black bitch. Yep. And I'm like, so they're going to put 
like a flamboyant gay dude right next to her to kind of round out that whole circle. Well, they did. It was the other stylist <clears throat> who came back at but the he end. Wasn't like, he was like in maybe eight minutes of the whole exactly. show. But Khalil, I was actually pretty surprised they made him like a straight best friend. And like, like he came in at like, look, I'm a straight. Right. And I'm glad they didn't. They did it. They did not just. They did not play. It is platonic. Oh, yeah. Fully platonic, which I loved as well. They didn't try and play with that game. Even Emily, because Emily watched a couple episodes with me and she just kept going because you would see Khalil and her interact. And she goes, is that totally platonic? I'm like, yes. Yeah. If they if they did anything, it would be out of left field. Yes. You would never see it coming. For sure. And I would have been pissed. And not in a good way. Um. So next is maybe it's his other best friend who is Marley played by Tasha Smith. Now, Marley is like Marley is black corporate Barbie. She she's what the one. Is she is she a lawyer? I was gonna ask. I, she works in like corporate business rooms right. and like makes white men uncomfortable and like owns them. Yeah, but they never say is she like a businesswoman? Is she a lawyer? Like, like it's it's a whole raw situation. No, it's a whole uh, chill situation. Like, what is your job? Um, you know what I do? No, but, I don't fucking know what you but do. But she she's the complete foil. Like we're we're Khalil. Like so like we're Khalil's the artist and like the like sentimental can think about things. And like gets a little deeper, even though he doesn't like sharing his feelings. She's business. Yeah, yeah. Marley was uh, Marley to me like full on corporate Barbie. She, yes, she, she took that phone call to that board meeting. It was just like talking, and I'm like, and she's like, "Don't look at me, Bob, or whatever." Like, <laughs> Gary, <laughs> ask Gary. Does everybody have Ask Gary, or is that just us? Do Ask Gary is Mm-mm. that's a commercial. It's like it's it's like one of those commercials. Not like you know, they got the hammer guy. The hammer. Oh yeah, that's um, not Gary though, because there's one that's like Ask Gary, but like they pick the most ridiculous people on there because like oh, I call it Ask Gary, and it's like it's Ask Gary. <laughs> ask. I don't remember that Gary. It ain't ask Gary. I think he. I think he actually used dial A S K. Wait, that's not that's making any sense. What phone number starts with two in this area? None. Uh, none. Sorry. So so there are other characters, but those three are the three. Yeah. We also get like a really cool uh couple of uh um cameos by Peppermint. Yeah. Of RuPaul's Drag Race fame. Yep. Um, but that's really all that I wanted. I was gonna say, like like you you get the relationships of people. So like you get Marvis's like her two love interests, you have them in the show that are a little Mavis. like sorry, thank you, Mavis. Okay. Um okay. you get like her two love interests with Luca and Jacques. Marley and me. And then you get Khalil's love interest of India. So you get a branched out and a little bit more in like development for each character right. that's not around the central group. Yeah. So let's talk about the actual show itself. So yes. we really, we really kind of start off. Maybe it seems kind of like, not, I don't want to say she's a mess, but she's very much like we see her in her job and she is the one running off. She's like fixing shit. She's like, boom, let's fix that. Maybe we need help. I got you, bitch. What yeah. do you need? Hair gel. Here you go. Hairspray. Boom, 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 boom. Never say no. Yes, she is like, she's fixing shit. She is mm-hmm. patching up shit. She is running shit. Yeah. In her small position. Uh, but she gets the opportunity to really kind of help out with this shoot. And it kind of gets the door open for her to be able to start styling herself. Well, and you quickly see that, like, in the shoot, there's a main stylist who's, like, kind of like the rude guy at the very beginning where she's like, here's the shoes you asked for. He goes, that's not what I asked for. And there's, like, the wrong color orange. And then she goes back to find more, and you see Jacques, who's the photographer. So like, that's kind of, I guess, where they met and how they still interact. And uh, But that's because she then gets the opportunity to shoot or like style it a little bit more and show what she can do mm-hmm. um, with Jacques taking the photos. Yeah. 
so regardless, through all this, we learned that her and Jacques have been together for, you know, mm-hmm. five years. She yep. lived with him. He's got generational wealth. Yeah. He's wealthy. He got a good apartment. He got money. And I don't think it's from his job. I think he just got money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, family money, maybe. Still know why. Uh, but obviously, he he cheats on her. She moves out. Um, she walks in on, like, him cheating on her. And she didn't have any pants on either. I think she was she went to the bathroom in the apartment. She she walked down the phone and went to the bathroom to go pee. And he's in the middle of cheating. And she walks right by it and doesn't notice. And then she like sits down on the toilet and goes, "What the hell?" And like looks out real quick. And then like guttural feral screams like oh, yeah, and yeah. like goes at him. Yeah. So uh, this is what we start really trying to figure out. Like you know, obviously her life's turned upside down. Mm-hmm. She's trying to figure out you know ways to really kind of. You know, move on, but also, you know, build her brand, build her business as yeah. a thick, as, as a thick, light skinned black bitch. Well, and like you said, she moves out. She goes and finds an apartment with someone she's never met before. Not even one of her friends let her move in. Right. She moved to Brooklyn, I guess. Yeah, with Pleasant this girl thing. named Jade and her cat, Cocaine. Did she? <laughs> oh, shit. That pill's got feet. I think that was the first thing that made me laugh out loud <laughs> because I was like, what did he just say? Um, it's so good. Um, so you know, and, and this is where I got it was a little cliche because because Jade yeah. is like, you know, I think a lot of shows will pull up like, oh, let, let's get let's make her roommate fully fucking nuts and insane, but also lovable. Well, when when you walk in and Khalil goes, I just touched this back of this chair and I have an oily film on my hand and I see you don't have a Jerry curl, so I know it ain't that. What what is on my hand? She's like, oh, I just. I love rubbing, you know, olive oil. Like whenever my my body needs a little something, something, I just rub a little olive oil on it, and it's like, oh, she's that girl. She's gross. Um, it's, and mm. I love the uh, the Jericho thing because that that immediately my brain immediately flashed to coming to America. Yes, and I was like, yes, with please, the, with the steak. No, oh my, yeah, such I was a like, good yes, scene. That. So I don't know if that's what they were. I don't know if that's what they were trying to evoke with that. Yeah, but to me, that's the first thing uh, I flip back to. Yeah. So yeah, so we. As we said, Mavis is really trying to rebuild, but Khalil, like his whole thing is just trying to, he teaches an art class to adults, yes. right? To adults. I, I, that's the one we see. Right. And on the side, and he's and he's very much like, he says it himself, I make enough to take care of me and my mom. What else do I need? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like a girl that he hooks up with, you know, makes mention of like, you don't even have a real bed. You do have a couch. Like his bed is on a pallet. Yes. And it's like, you definitely like a fuckboy, fuckboy, because you don't even, this apartment don't even have like actual shit. You only got one cup. You only got one plate. It's not it, like, like you have two like champagne glasses. So obviously you only do your business at night. Right. Right. Like it is not welcoming for people to be here during the day. Right. And, and she was, she was like, she was like I'm, I'm not trying to be rude. That. I'm just letting you know, like that, that's what this look like. And that's fine with me. That's what I was looking for. Uh, But yeah, so I think he, Starts to try to re-examine and say, you know, why why am I always like mm-hmm. why am I this way? Why am I always pushing that? Why aren't I trying for something a little more deeper? <laughs> well, and then, more deep? but that like he goes into it and he calls uh Mavis that time and he's just like, Look, I'm trying to buy a couch, but I don't want to buy the wrong couch because couches are long commitments. And like he starts like projecting his issues with relationships yeah. onto his possible furniture choice. Yeah. Uh and then he's he's also like he is also very like like we said, like he is like this is he's that political friend, not really political, but he's like yeah. If I do this, it's a sellout or whatever. Because he he did mm-hmm. look, he took a commission uh, to paint something for someone, and it was and people were like, oh, this is great, this is awesome. You should do this full time or whatever. And he's like, I don't even do any of that. I, that I that's selling out to the man. It was it was to help Mavis out though. I think she was like for one of her clients, she right? Was but they were he was just they were just 
Marley, yeah. being a businesswoman, was like, hey, you can make so much money. Like, this is actually really good shit. Exactly. Like, you could do this. And he's like, I don't need to do any of that. That's selling out. That's me. Like, blah, blah, blah. Kind of the same way that, like, in Platonic last week, how yeah. Seth Rogen's character was like that. Like, it was like, we mm-hmm. should sell this beer to make money. And it's like, that's selling out. It's like, well, it's not. It's just making money to yeah. live you know like is it that the well and and the conversation always goes to like well that's corporate america yeah. and, and he, so he yes he's that more political minded kind of mentality yeah. um and then we, we can really kind of go into like marley's whole situation i think they kept it a little surface level with marley i think we could have went a little deeper with marley if i'm being honest i didn't expect where they went with marley i didn't either i didn't either um so we, we started off marley and she's was it episode two or three she is sleeping with her trainer because right. she doesn't have a committed relationship either right um and then she gets approached by her trainer and was like oh my girlfriend wants to meet you and we're like oh he got a girlfriend and then she's like oh well, i thought you were in an open relationship mm-hmm. and he's like yeah and we all want to like meet right. you so then she's like okay so she has no qualms being with both men or women right. So they really explore her queerness as well mm-hmm. but i don't i feel like it really is like I feel like they went deeper with Khalil than they went with Marley. Yeah. I think if someone got gypped, I think it was her. Well, Marley was very much like the surface comedy. Like when she walked in and yes, she like, when I she, uh, oh my gosh, what was it? Um, when she walked in and she's like, oh, how'd you do? And this, this apartment's cute. And then she like Venmo's her. It was like $500. She goes, did you just Venmo me $500? Yes, bitch. Did you need more? Yeah. Like, like the comedy between her and May was a very light top level right which i which i thought was and, and she had she had some really good moments i mean mm-hmm. she was like i think you're right i think Mich- obviously we think michelle buto is going to be all the comedy but i like yeah. that they gave someone else some of those moments as well but I, I really do wish they had like we had gotten to see more marley i do think she was kind of third on that list they were going there they were getting to the point but i feel like that's where Maybe that's a next season thing. Maybe they take so. some time with Marley. Yeah, maybe so. It's I, a Netflix show. There's not going to be a next season. Right. Let's be real. Uh, but some of the things without like spoiling that 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 we that goes on with like uh, Mavis is like as we say she gets starts to get a big break as a stylist, so she has to go through the 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 mm-hmm. she has to go through the process of trying to manage multiple clients because she's never had to do that before. Um, she's also dealing with her. Oh, there we go, Natasha. Dealing with her feelings of, uh, you know, her residual feelings from Jacques, mm-hmm. and also this new possible love interest that she has. You know, so it's really like it's that's where a lot of her struggles come in. It's like, how much do I think about me in this moment, and how much do mm-hmm. I let somebody else in? Because she spent all of her time, you know, really kind of based off of Jacques. Like, like I said, like all of her eggs were were in his basket well and and you get to the point like later you found like her mom and dad are kind of like hard asses like you've got to do yeah. what you have to do and mama's mama's a is a full church going black lady and and she's even like why aren't you married to Jacques? he's here he's now he, he wants to marry you mm-hmm. like like okay he cheated on you so what like she's get past it and do your responsibility right but and, and that but but that doesn't just come from her being strict like they we do and this isn't really a, a huge plot point but it, it it's it's okay to say i think yeah uh like maybe it's his dad cheated on her mom mm-hmm. and they were like we we you know work through that so i think that's where i think you're <clears throat> i don't think i know you're right where, where her mom is very like 
Like, girl, get on it. You're yeah. 38. Get on this shit. Exactly. But she's also coming from a place of like experience of like, hey, just because, just because, you know, he cheated on you doesn't mean it has to be the end. Well, and, like you could work through that. And they even mentioned later, like, and I, I think they're trying to sh- like highlight like like the older mentality of her parents, where like Sheba makes the comment, Mavis does to Khalil, like you could have someone sit on you when you're a hundred and still get them pregnant. Like like women have to yes. think about this. Thing. Yes. Yeah. So she's also dealing with the fact that her biological clock is ticking. Exactly. Um, as a 38 year old people, and, and 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 can I just say that I actually it, I actually was very, I think there are a lot of shows now that are that really like focus on that mid-twenties. Yeah. Like, and do you notice that we've had two shows where the main characters and the main focus of the characters isn't to be, like, young and carefree or whatever. Like, these people are in, like, their mid to late thirties. They have established. established. Girl, I can't my fucking shit. There you go. They're established. Girl, you, <laughs> me today. you and me today. I love it. Uh, but, yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm loving that, like, the all the main characters, like, Khalil's got gray in his beard. Yeah. Like, I love this move of that, and I don't know if that's because I'm in that I'm in that that, that box check, like like, like <laughs> it hits closer to home. That age box, I'm yeah. checking it, but I, I but I like it. No, I do too. It it, it brings because the troubles and woes of a 20 year old you can everyone's gone through them or yeah. most people have because you've gone through your 20s and not to say that those the people the things that 20 year olds are going through now yes. aren't different because they are exactly but, yes, but there are some things that. The elder millennials. Let's go ahead and label it. I'm not that, an elder millennial. I had an elder fucking millennial. Nothing. But like the people who are doing uh, it. who are in you know their mid to late thirties, early forties. Yeah. There's a different mentality and and issues that we're dealing with than what you're gonna do as like a twenty year old trying mm-hmm. to like find your way and start a career. Yeah, it's either it's. I mean, it's either hey, let's put this forty year old with all these twenty year olds exactly, or you know, let's see what happens when you throw an old person with a bunch of younger people like yeah. that. Like you, you think about your rookie, they they fill in is in that. Like he's mm-hmm. like forty, but he's like with the twenty five year olds. Then yeah, you go to rookie fed. They put uh, what's her face? God damn it, her I haven't name. seen this one. Um, real nine one one. What the fuck is her name? Lisa oh, Nash. Yes. She's 40 and she's like, like, you know, like it's it's like, oh, let's do the fish out of water thing. And it's like, no, how about we have a show where everybody's in their late 30s and they got shit. Well, and it's and it's the thing, like, to your point, like where they throw like the older person into the do they not have friends? Did they not grow up and have people like I guess not. Like, yeah, she may only have two really good friends. But she still has friends her own age. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. I know, exactly. But so, I, I do like the switch and the way they're going with yeah, more I of the shows. I didn't really, because I was trying to figure out, like, how old is she supposed to be? Like, 32, 33? And they said she's 38. I was like, 38? And then I really started looking at Khalil, and I was like, oh, he do got gray in his beard. And Marley does seem very established for an early 30-year-old. I'm can, like, so yeah, they're, they're like... Can I say something? I applaud the writer who came up with that idea. AI yeah. could not have done that. I like how you're pandering. I am and I, and, and I a like, little, but, but but to be fair, AI could yes, not have done that. Could not. They could not with these jokes either. Could have done it. There were some episodes. I'm shocked that got real. Yeah, like I was not expecting there to be like some depth. I thought it was going to be more of like a comedy, all yeah. centered on May. There was some depth to this. Which is, yeah, there there are definitely some some really cool moments where they where they really kind of. They 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 wove a lot of stuff in very they, nice. Like cultural cop conversations more than just mm-hmm, you know age mm-hmm. and, and ticking time. Yeah, exactly. sorry, ticking like like sorry, <laughs> like maybe yeah. it's meant like you know clock ticking like like they wove in everything else. Not just that, but and, and I don't want to give away the cover because it, it was actually a really 
good conversation. Uh, Mavis and Khalil and India got really, really high. Yes. And it, and Mavis is being funny the whole time, obviously, mm-hmm. but then it, it devolves into this question of like, you know, what, how do you, what, how did you react the first time someone called you the N word to your face? And like, how do you tell that to a kid? And how do you explain how to, how to react? And, 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 and what do you do in that moment? What did you want your parents to do in that moment? And I was like, that was a very real conversation mm-hmm. that I really appreciate that kind of came out of nowhere. But I was like, but I found myself, I was like leaning forward, listening to this conversation. And I, to, it's something I've never had to think of because like, like Mavis, when she went home, like you said, her parents, mom's reaction was, oh, where's your lunchbox? I'm not going to buy it. Like, like didn't even like just ignore the entire conversation. Yeah. And dad was like, well, welcome to being an actual black yeah. person. And I can say that I am lucky enough. I am lucky enough that no one has ever from my recollection, unless I've repressed it because I've repressed a lot of shit, yeah. that no one has ever, to my face, called me the N-word with the hard R. Mm-hmm. And I... Have I heard people say it that aren't black? Yes. And I can tell you, like, it shivers. Like, I can feel the shivers in my spine when I've heard it. Well, because of the, like, context, like, yeah. about their, how and they're not, saying it. And not in a movie, yeah. but, like, in a like a friend of mine said it to like out of nowhere just to kind of just to, to prove a point to say i would never they were also drunk might add but they were like i would never say and they just kind of said the word and then when i tell you the next day they realized they said it and they were like i am so sorry and i was like even for this person that i know i do the attention it still sits shivers on my spine yeah and but I've never been called it, and I I, I can say I, now have I experienced racism and like oh, homophobia? Sure. Yeah, but no one has ever called me that word, and I yeah. cannot imagine how I would react when I can say if when that shit actually finally happens. Mm. So you know, okay. So sorry. Um, I we never discussed Bay of the Week. So who do you think, Khalil? I like Khalil. Yes. Okay. I'm on board. I'm on board. I really want to make it Marley, but Khalil just had a bigger part. He did. And he was, and he was funny, but not like too, like he was good. Like like, like if they had gone deeper with Marley, I would have given it to her, but Khalil had the evolution from being a fuck boy into being kind of like, Oh, I want a relationship into growing into like even being like that boyfriend who's like, Oh, I'm here for your kid because Andy had a kid. Like, like he grew yeah. and I thought he like was kind of like the grounding force for Mavis as well the whole time. Like, right. he's like, look, you got this girl. You're going to, you, you're going to handle yours and you got this. A very good representation of like a black man. Yeah. It just happened. As well. Um, a very, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think tone bell or Tony bell or Tony bell. Yeah. Uh, to me was a really, really, really cool force in this TV show. I agree 100%. Look at us two weeks in a row. Um, so watch or not. I'll go first because you were first on yeah. that. You got, I really think this is a good show. Like I laughed out loud within, within five, within two, three minutes of this being on and it makes me giggle. I think it, I don't want to say it makes me think, I, I guess it kind of does, but I think it is a very cool mix of comedy and drama and really kind of tackling, mm-hmm. you know, 
uh, stereotypes and stuff like that. I think that that part is very, very good. It's done very, very well. It has heart. I, I, I hate to say that because that's such a weird thing to say, but it really does. And I really enjoyed all of these characters. Now, is that because I'm a black person? Maybe, possibly, but I fully believe that anyone can enjoy all it, this entire show, yeah. you know, without having to be like a black person in America. I'm going to say watch. Um, I'm going to agree with you. I have nothing else to add about it. It was a great show. Take your time. Experience it. Watch the show. Gosh, I hope we get another one with, with, with all this stuff going on. I hope we get one. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, you know what? That was good. I like that. Um, so uh, next week, I'm, we're not going to say who we're gonna what we're going to watch because we were going to watch something this week and then we changed our minds. Yes, so we, <laughs> we have learned that us telling that, that us trying to decide things ahead of time is not a good idea. Ex- well, announcing what we decide. Announcing. Good job. Yes. Thank you. You've been on me today. I like it. Uh, okay, good. Well, you know what? We will talk to you all next week. All right. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And don't forget about Instagram, you guys, at watchornotpod. Don't forget you can support the pod by joining our Patreon at watchornot with J and MJ. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.